At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy a great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Morningside Hoops podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician, joined by Matt Sugam and Aaliyah Funshell. Thing one and thing two as she is signaling to me. One, two. One, two. Don't forget it. Uh, we have the senior episode this week. We're going to talk to all of the seniors or grad students or whatever they may be. All of those who are graduating from the program this year on this week's episode. We're going to start with Michaela Markham from the women's basketball team that is now 20 and 5, their first 20 win season as a Division I program, and they're one win away from tying the program record from 1985 86. Wow. So, we're going to talk to Michaela about that. Uh, they got one more regular season game to play on the road this Friday night at Cornell, and then they head to the Ivy League tournament. They're the number two seed, they've locked that in. Uh, so, they will be playing Friday night at 7 30 p.m. That's Friday, March 11th at 7 30 p.m in the semifinal against what looks like I'm 99% sure is going to be Yale because uh, Yale is in the three spot right now, and I don't think they can go anywhere else. So I believe it's going to be Columbia and Yale Friday night, March 11th, 7.30 p.m. up at Levitis Pavilion in Cambridge. Uh, so we're going to talk to Michaela about all the exciting things going on with the women's basketball program, and then we're going to be joined on Zoom by all of our men's basketball seniors. We've got four of them, as we figured out <laughs> before we came on. We've got Luke Bolster, who is the one grad student in the program. And then we've got three true seniors, uh, Ben Milstein, Ike Nweke, and Maka Ellis. So they're all going to join us. Uh, I know, obviously, the men's basketball season hasn't gone as they would have hoped, but they've got one more chance to close things out uh, the right way uh, this Saturday at 4 p.m., March 5th, they're going to host their senior day against Cornell right here, Schiller Court, Levy and Gymnasium, 4 p.m. So they'll be looking to close out the season on a good note and maybe give them some momentum heading into next year. So Matt and Aaliyah, after I said all that, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing well. Excited to be here as always. I, I actually, uh, I wanted to ask you a question, Kyle. And oh, you're going to ask me a question. Yeah, I'm going to put you on <laughs> the spot I, here a little bit. I was bit. giving you the replay signal as in <laughs> to keep talking. <laughs> no, but, well, yeah, well, no, you go, you go, you ask me. Yeah. I, I will set it up a little bit because you've been here how many years? You can give me a, a number on this your This is your number six. This, this is, is your number six, six and you've been yeah. with the women's basketball team for all, how long? Every, all six. All so that's six. been the yep. beginning of the Megan Griffith era. Yes. Is that correct? So first year was my first year. Yeah, well, so that's my, I guess my leads into my question of, what has this whole this season been like? The whole ride kind of been like uh, you've been you from know, started family? from the bottom. Now we here, <laughs> as, as Drake likes to say. 
I mean, there's your podcast clip literally. right there. Wow. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, make sure there's no uh, copyright infringement on it and we're good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, it's been. I don't even know what word to describe it. I mean, when you're in the middle of, from my standpoint, covering a team that is 20 and five and 11 and two in the league, I there's a lot going on and it's exciting. But I mean, it's it's I tell people you're a good kind of busy, you know. Right. I tell people I'm like, oh, I'm like I have all this stuff going on, but it is it is a good busy, you know. You'd much rather be covering a winning program. It's exciting. It's exciting to be around the team. The team spirits are, you know, always up. Uh, and the other thing is they're like, like they've said all year and like they post on social media, they're not satisfied. You know, mm-hmm. they may be 20 and five and 11 and two in the league and having their best division one season, but this is not the end goal for them this year. They fully believe that they have a chance to win the Ivy league tournament. Uh, they're, you know, like we talked about number two seed, uh, they'll play the semifinal game against a team that they've swept this year. And I think everybody is looking forward to the potential rematch round three of Columbia and Princeton, because I'm sure if you ask anybody on the women's basketball team, they will tell you Princeton has not seen the best of them Mm-mm. yet. Nope. So that's my answer, Matt. Love it. That was a very good answer. Thank I, you. I appreciate the the perspective because I think that's kind of where, where we're at a, as we're, the calendar has flipped to March as they, they say, and you know, March, March. March madness is getting ready to begin. I know they have the, the week up in weekend up in Ithaca that they need to take care of business right. there uh, as well. But it's a really historic, you know, time in the program. And I know they're locked in and focused on, you know, the business that they need to take care of, but I do think it's always important, you know, maybe that's a journalist in me to, to kind of take a minute back and like reflect of, wow, like this is a, you know, regardless of, of what happens going forward, we all know what we want to happen. In the moment, this is a really historic, uh, uh, you know, moment for the program because it's one of those things where they're not just built f- to win it this year. They're built to, uh, you know, be what Princeton has become in the Ivy League and really become an Ivy League powerhouse like over, over the years. Yeah, it's yeah. not just a one and done type no, of deal. No, 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 not at all. I mean, like you said, they are built. I mean, Michaela Barkham, who we're going to talk to later on this podcast, she's the... She came in with a bunch of uh, who are now in the junior class because of mm-hmm. people who did or didn't take gap years for personal reasons. But uh, she's the lone senior on the team. So uh, 14 out of the 15 are coming back next year. And they already had as successful as a season as they had. And, you know, I think they certainly maybe they're, they're probably not thinking ahead like we all yeah. <laughs> are at this point. But I think uh, we definitely expect great things out of the women's basketball program next year as well. So. Should be an exciting next few years if you're a Columbia women's basketball fan, for sure. And then on the men's basketball side, like we talked about, I think I've we've said this all year, but their core is within their freshman and sophomore class. Mm-hmm. And those guys have seen a, a good chunk of minutes this season. They're getting to play together for the first time. They just weren't in the same place as the women's basketball program in terms of experience returning coming into this year they were two they were on opposite ends of the spectrum and they certainly you know fought through this season i don't think ever gave up and they like we said they have one more chance on saturday to pull out a win against cornell and maybe lift their spirits heading into the off season and give them some confidence you know they'll work out together in the spring in the summer and come back next year but I, I do believe that our men's basketball team, I, I, I said at the beginning of the year, they were, they'll probably surprise somebody, and I guess maybe that was Penn. And I think they surprised Princeton on opening weekend, too. Uh, but I do believe next year that they 
will have something to prove. Oh yeah. Uh, and they're playing with a chip on their shoulder next year. Yeah, to me that that was the kind of interesting part of the season. I think we thought early on, you know, after that first weekend, that they would be able to surprise some people and uh, and come and do that. Unfortunately, I think injuries have you know yeah. not helped this team um, throughout the season of just getting a flow and a chemistry. Um, but like you mentioned, the young talent, you know, coming back and kind of learning college basketball. Whereas I think, you know, it's funny, like you could talk about for the women's program, look, the pandemic didn't help anybody, but the pandemic, you know, that that was one of those things where they were able to kind of ride it out. They now have uh, a bunch of ladies that are going to be seniors next year that would have like graduated this year and all that stuff. Whereas with the men's team, now you have a, a whole bunch of first years and sophomores who have never played college basketball before and having to compete uh, at a high level yeah. is a, it's, it's a, a difficult task. It's a difficult transition from high school to AAU to uh, college basketball, for sure. Especially, in, we talk to them this year and talk to anybody, and they say defensively is the biggest adjustment, mm-hmm. for sure. The speed of the game and the defense, the defensive intensity that you have to play with. Oh, so, yeah. They all have a lot of talent, though, as individuals, which uh, is I great agree. to see. So. Yeah. Uh, well, interesting to see. Fingers crossed that that meshes for them next year. Um, but as we mentioned, I think our focus, uh, you know, on the women's basketball program, like we said, 20 and five, that first 20 win season in, uh, how many years is 36 years since 1985, 86. So, and we, we definitely believe regardless of the Ivy league tournament outcome that our women's basketball team will be playing some postseason basketball. Should be, should Um, be, we would think so. So definitely exciting times around our women's program. Uh, with that being said, I think we're going to head to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Michaela Markham to talk all about it. So stay tuned. Jag One Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The Jag One team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heists. Discover an elevated approach to city living, a modern homage to old world elegance, breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevandewater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. Welcome in. It's our women's interview this week, and we're in studio for this one. We'll be on Zoom with the men's basketball players later on. But today we're in studio with the one and only senior on the women's basketball team and the one and only Michaela Markham. What's up, Michaela? Hey, thanks for having me today. Appreciate no problem. Uh, and I'm joined, as I was in my introduction, by Matt Sugam and Aaliyah Funchell. Excited to talk to Michaela today? So excited. It honestly went by so fast from when we first had you on at the very beginning of the season, and now you just had your senior night. So I'm excited, though. Speaking of it going by fast, transition, Michaela. You're senior. <laughs> oh, yeah. It did go back. I mean, yeah, this is year so far. Yeah. Really... I mean, uh, and going with Matt, Matt alluded to this in the feature that he put out on you, that we put out on you uh, earlier this week, uh, that you went from being a sophomore to a senior, uh, you know, because because of, you know, obviously everybody had to make their personal decisions when it came to whether or not to take a gap year. You obviously came in with most of who are the juniors right now, Sienna, Hardy, let's see if I can do it, Hannah, 
Lil, and who am I forgetting? That's it. That's it? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's it. You're right. That's it. I did it. Okay. SID of the year right here. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, so how surreal was it for you on Saturday to be out there with your family and kind of going through the senior day? Like, did it? Did you just feel like, did it feel surreal? Uh, yeah, it was definitely a little weird. Definitely not what I expected, like, picturing my senior year when I first came in. Um, but um, it was a really nice day and a great win, so. So yeah. you can ask for. It was a great win. Lions win 85-56 over Brown. A very nice bounce back from earlier in the week against Princeton. Obviously not the performance that you or anybody else on the team wanted to have. But again, it was, you know, you guys fought really well in the second half. And I beat them again in the second half. And I feel like that's got to give you confidence in the event that you do play them in the Ivy League championship game. Uh, does it? Did it give you? Did Wednesday's game give you some confidence? And maybe Saturday give you a little bit more confidence that your team is more than capable of beating that team? Yeah, definitely. And I think you always got to think in sports in general, it's tough to beat a team three times. That's right. It's exactly um, what I told my parents, too, when yeah. I called them. For definitely. Yeah. So I think uh, we'll get them at the right time. And uh, I think we're all excited. And we've been uh, working every day since that Wednesday game preparing. Yeah. So. I mean, you guys uh, really turned it around on Saturday. Like I said, 85-56 win over Brown. And it was it was awesome to see you in the spotlight after the game. It was it was awesome. You doing a little TV interview Some right after the game. Right there, oh, yeah. it was great. I even all said you, I know. Kyle, well, you, it's Kyle. not all me. No, no, no. <laughs> a lot of you. A lot of you. <laughs> but uh, when you were doing your TV interview, and you, I could, I didn't even, I couldn't even hear what was going on, but I just saw you chit chatting with Lance, and I was like, I went to Meg, and I was like, she's grown so much. <laughs> where there's some awkward freshman. Year uh, freshman moments. year, very uh, timid. Okay. On and Shy. interviews, yeah, yeah. We did, we did, a, uh, we did. I think we had like a media training session once. We did, right? we did. We did. We didn't do one this year, but you didn't need it this year. No, you were solid. definitely not. You were solid. Yeah. We might do another one before the Ivy League tournament just to refresh. Can everyone. I please come to that? <laughs> like, can we do some mock interviews? That would be so we can do do dummy interviews. Well, you know, I feel like my media training sessions are when I have them on the podcast because I feel like I just, you know, no oh, matter. Yeah. Who it is? We we get into the mode of being interviewed, and yeah. even though we know each other, so yeah, not, not as not as awkward. I can bring but. like different disguises and like pretend to be different people. <laughs> like we can hit them with like all different scenarios. Oh my goodness, that would be the most fun. Aaliyah, don't tempt me right now. It sounds like <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun to me. It honestly does. <laughs> I think we should do it. <laughs> I'm just interested in the disguises that you're gonna come up with <laughs> to walk into the room. I feel like you almost have a disguise on right now. Oh with the yeah, hat, and hat the mask. mask yeah, that you just is need, my like, go-to. Glasses with the mustache. Well, and I live with fashion students. So they have art. I don't know how they fit everything in their closet. So I'm, I'm going to come with some disguises. <laughs> this has got to happen. But let's talk a little bit more basketball before we move on to some more personal stuff. I know Matt's got some questions for you because he's a Jersey guy. You're a Jersey girl. So with some basketball stuff we were talking about before we came on the air. But uh, so this Friday, you'll play your last regular season game at Cornell. Another uh, your last tune up before the Ivy League tournament. Uh, so w from your standpoint as a team captain, uh, what what do you feel like uh, the team really needs to work on in this last game before you head to Ivy League tournament? Um, I think it's sharpening up and following game plans. Obviously, we're not going to use the same things versus the teams that we're playing in the Ivy League versus yeah. next weekend. But um, I just think following uh, – we've talked a lot about following through and changing game plans and adjusting throughout the course of a game. So just challenging ourselves to get stuff right the first time and things like that. Yeah. I feel like Cornell's always tough at Cornell. It's no always a grind. What. Yeah. It is. It's a, it's yeah, that's a, a good way to describe yeah. it. That's a good way to describe yeah. it. Is it just the, their style of play? They definitely play a little slower than we like to okay. play. But um, also, I feel like that's good for us also. We're on our half-court offense, and um, and their zone is always tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like your half-court offense this year, though, is the best that I've ever seen it. 
the team. I mean, you guys run plays where you kind of get when you're getting plays right, where you get that it just looks so pretty, you know? That's, I mean, probably the only way I can describe it. When you get that last pass in there and then somebody's just wide open for a layup on that last pass, I mean, you've definitely seen the growth of the program from your first year till now. I mean, do you would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. We just are more comfortable as a team getting out and running. That's what we like to do. Yeah, but, yeah. But your yeah. half-court offense, is, I mean, it's necessary. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Especially as you get late in games against better defensive teams, it's definitely something you got to be able to fall back on. And like you said, even just this year, we've gone so far in getting better at it, but uh, yeah. still somewhere for us to grow. Yeah. What's it been like to be a part of the ride from your freshman year to here? Especially when we were talking about, you know, before we started recording, like the crowds these last few games. So what's it just been like in the moment these last few weeks and then kind of looking ahead to the opportunity you know how I've had of you? Um, I, I think it's really like the we're at we're getting t- really close to the place that um, Coach G envisioned, like when she like recruited us all and talked about like what we want to build here. So it feels like we're just like inching up on that spot and uh, just feeling the whole support of like campus and all the people around, especially like the other athletic teams like coming out and seeing us is it's really, really great. Yeah, really surreal. I mean, out of the school right now. Yeah, I was going to say, talking mm-hmm. about everybody coming out that Wednesday crowd, we yeah. talked about it oh, a little bit goodness. earlier was insane. I mean, I've never seen that many students. I think that was the most students we've ever had at a basketball game, maybe men's or oh, women's. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, I mean, and it was like all the way up to the last row up on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy. But talk about, I mean, what does it mean to you and the team to get that kind of support from the campus community? I think it's it's really awesome. I mean, like you, like we were saying, we have a really tight, like, athletic community here. Um, but it's really nice to see the non-athletes and all, us, like, some teachers come out and uh, – just support the program. Yeah. You see some teachers out there on Wednesday? We did. Apparently, uh, I think it was Abby's class was offering some like extra credit or something if uh they had a uh, full attendance from their oh. class. At the, yeah, Professor Gulati was yeah. like giving uh, out was, some. Was it Professor yeah. Gulati? Yes. Uh, yeah. Love him. A lot of different yeah. things to get people to come. They can even like sit in this section. We can all cheer <laughs> together. So it was awesome. Nice. The legendary Al Bagnoli was there. That's I saw right. Him. Oh my gosh. So, you my know, pal it's a big game. Your pal Al was hoping you were going to say. <laughs> I didn't even get to say hi, but I saw him from a distance. Yeah. But Matt, I know you have some questions for Michaela about, about Jersey basketball. So why don't you fire away? Sure. Well, we were talking. I guess you're from Manasquan. That's yes. where you were born and raised on the shore there. And yes. then you went to St. Rose High School because that's where you were wearing on your, your sweatpants. And I was asking you about the JCBL, which, if people don't know that, I think it's the Jersey Shore Basketball League is what it stands for. Yeah. And it was basically from my – I learned about it, I don't know, probably like a decade ago. Um, so probably when you were like, you know, a, a young teenager. Um, and it was basically like really good like Division One level. Some guys were playing like overseas, yeah. you know, in Europe and stuff. And just – it was like organized pickup basketball. Like there were refs and stuff. Um, but the rule was you couldn't have more than two kids from a current Division One roster playing on a team together. So, like, I remember when Rutgers had a big recruiting class coming in or, like, when Seton Hall had a big recruiting class of, like, four or five freshmen, they would all play together with, like, a couple of the upperclassmen. So it was, like, a cool way to see kind of some young basketball talent. So you were telling me, I guess, you, you used to go to those games. Is it in Manisquan? Where is St. Rose um, exactly? It's in Belmar, actually. So okay, right just a couple, door. yeah, just a couple miles away. Um, but, yeah, it's it's actually been a lo- around since, I think, like, the 80s or something. Yeah. A yeah. long time. So I grew up going – my dad's, like, a big basketball guy, so – me and my brother grew up going to those games all the time. Uh, and like you said, like some former like pro guys. I remember my favorite player was like, um, I don't even, you remember Kyle McElhinney from Notre Dame. Okay. He's a Staten Island guy. Familiar. He played overseas yeah. and he was just like dominated the league. And like me and my brother were like obsessed with him. And he was like some random overseas pro. But 
um yeah definitely like a really cool thing that uh i think it would be cool if uh someone around the city was like that too yeah, if they did something like there, like Rucker Park or yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. They do like draw. I mean, even this thing, like there were games where I would want to remember when Rutgers had like the whole Miles Mack, Eli Carter, yeah, freshman class. Yeah, they were class, down like, there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I and like seen the Miles stands Mack. would be like filled with, uh, filled with people. So I don't know who's the biggest player you saw there. The guy you just named, or is somebody um, else? I think Danny Warner was pretty popular too. He okay. was a local yeah, guy too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe that's why he got more hype. Also, um, from I think he played at uh, UF. Okay. Think, um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of really good players. Yeah. Well, and St. Rose is a good, at least uh, girls basketball. They're uh, like high school powerhouse, right? Yeah, we had we had a good run back in the day. Okay. Um, back in the day. Yeah, 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 back in the day. State championship <laughs> yes. like runs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. How many? How many? Are, um, two when I was there. Okay. Um, we uh went to the uh tournament of champions uh semifinal uh my freshman and then my senior year. Okay. So some good runs, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good times. Awesome. Uh, is there any when when you were at St. Rose uh, in your class in particular? Maybe it could have been a class above you, below you, somebody you were friends with. But do you have anybody else that plays like D one basketball in the area, or maybe not? You know, not in the area. Yeah, um, I actually played with a handful of kids. Um, two of my good friends. One was in my grade. One was a year older. Uh, they're down at Mo- Monmouth University. Okay. Uh, local school. I was gonna say, stayed very local. Yeah, really local. <laughs> very local. Yeah. Can't get um, away from that Jersey Shore. No, I, I mean, can. Not even. It's, it's good, the same yeah. part of the Jersey yeah. Shore. <laughs> yeah. Another one of my teammates. Uh, we actually played her freshman and sophomore year. She was at St. Joe's. Oh, uh, okay. Um, she's graduating That's also. That's right. I think yeah. I remember seeing the two of you like take pictures together yeah yeah it was yeah. like a big deal we played together since we were like third graders so uh, it was cool to play really each cool. other you know that's really cool um who won that game i think we split right did we win we once? lost both, we lost both. yeah oh. it was a, oh, no. you're never gonna hear the no, end of that. one was, of them was, was an overtime heartbreaking. at st joe's was yeah overtime. the one here was like a turning point for us it was our second game of the season started zero and two and then we like yeah we played fordham yeah that was a big that was a big deal for us too reminiscing yeah Reminiscing about the old days, yeah, you know, twenty nineteen twenty. Yeah, <laughs> that'll lead that'll lead me to a question. So, because you've been here for like you know the uptick, what to you was the the turning point of the program where things finally clicked and it's like, all right, we got this. Um, I honestly think like early, what is that, twenty nineteen twenty twenty, like we really found our stride and uh, got some confidence. So, and we were like, wow, like we can actually like play some basketball and beat some good teams. So, I think that was really when we saw like what we could be, and I think this year has just been like a continuation and then an improvement upon that year or so yeah, it's been cool to see that year Fordham we played Fordham like two days after they almost beat Notre Dame at Ooh. home they played Notre Dame at Rose gym and the way the the women the, the women Notre Dame they're always ranked in like yeah, the top 10 yeah yeah, yeah. it was yeah, like yeah. it was like almost a massive upset yeah and then we were playing Fordham we're like what well, and the year before the year prior we did not have a good game against Fordham at Fordham. Yeah, it was like it was like it was not good, and then so then they almost beat Notre Dame, and we're we're zero and two, right? And it's kind of like okay, it's a tough team coming in, and then we win the game. We I think we won it pretty we handily. Won, yeah, I think we won by fifteen twenty. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. So I, that was that's a good that's a good yeah. turning point. I like that. I was gonna say more in the Ivy League season when you guys went on that six game winning streak. I remember reading about that because I was already like committed to come here, and I remember reading about that. I was yeah, like, yeah. Look at that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like uh, two or three sweeps in a row. Three sweep sweeps weekends. in a row. Yeah, so yeah. that was a big deal. Back I, when we back when we did back to back every single weekend. Yeah, in the old days. Again, we're reminiscing. Yeah. yeah, well, well, no, but I was even saying to Kyle like the other night when you guys you know beat up on Brown like it wasn't all that long ago where like 
that was this program, you know, mm-hmm. losing Get, by, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. 10, 20, you know, and, and it's like that, that's, that's not what's expected anymore. You know, the For expectation sure. is, is yeah. way higher than it was. And that's, and I think it's even better, you know, the, the, we'll plug the story I, I wrote about that's you right. uh, plug again, it. but Shameless like, what, you know, one of the things I said, like at the end of it is you're the only senior leaving. So like, that just tells you how much talent is like coming back next year too for sure so it's uh, definitely a bright future ahead of are we gonna see you sorry i didn't mean to cut you off are we gonna see you at basketball games next year I, i'll definitely make a couple i'm okay. planning to play out my eligibility that's so right. may, maybe that's i'll right. be in one that's of them well we don't want to speculate but let's speculate <laughs> uh you have any schools in mind uh not really uh just gonna take whatever comes my way not an ivy league school i hope no uh it's uh you can't play the your fifth Grad year school, out so yeah. it's not. Well, I even... hope that's not the reason. Well, it's not, <laughs> but you know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, maybe we maybe we will. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Go to uh, go to a local school like Monmouth or St. John's or Wagner or like Manhattan. I'm sure. Those I don't know. Would you want to go to Monmouth or no? Um. Yeah, I'd consider. You would. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Like some people are like, I guess you came to Columbia, which is still local. So yeah. Gonna, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I didn't know nice how local. Down there. They have yeah. a nice gym, too. No, the they have great facilities. They have a really yeah. nice basketball yeah. facility. I've, yeah. I've been there for some softball, which yeah. I, don't, I think we go. I don't know. I'm sure if we go there again this spring, but yeah, like it's a nice campus. And nice, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. We used to have our uh, high school conference uh, championship there. Okay. So it was like, I always loved playing in that gym. It's a like, great new facility. So. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're just trying to pick Michaela's brain and see if she knows where she's going. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to no world's colliding, I saw Miles Mack hit a. Uh, a game-winning uh, shot against Monmouth there after his JCBL days. Uh, after Rutgers. that, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it JCBL or JS? JSBL? JSBL. Well, why did yeah. I say JC? You said JCBL earlier, too, and I didn't want to correct you. You said, yeah. And then you said, I, I think it stands for Jersey Shore Basketball <laughs> League, and I was like, JCBL. Oh, yeah, I was trying to figure it out, too. <laughs> Jersey Shore. <laughs> JSBL. We'll edit that in the podcast oh, okay. later. No, we no we're not going to edit it. But, we're not. Yeah. Actually, this is the plug. This is this is going on social media. I won't do it. I won't do it. No, we can do that. I I have no shame. I know. You know, for some reason, I do feel like I don't know if this will make the podcast, but I feel like every time I make a podcast plug for their Instagram account, I always feel like it's a question that you ask. And I realized it once. It was like three, four weeks in a row. It's like you're asking a question and they answer, and I'm like. Man, I don't know if it's just he's got good questions or or what it is. <laughs> Journalistic background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been around the I game. Get, I yeah. get right to it. What, what was the question this week that I asked that's going to make the plug now? Uh, I mean, it's probably about Jersey Shore out. basketball. <laughs> <laughs> well, we told Where you. I'm it's saying JCBL. JCBL. Yeah. <laughs> no, we won't do that to you. We won't do that to you. All right, Michaela, let's do let's do a little. We don't want to look ahead too much. <laughs> but like we said, you do go to Cornell to finish out the regular season. Uh, the team is one win away from tying the program record for most wins in a season. And you'll be looking to become the winningest team in the entire program's history. So good luck on Friday. And then you're going to the Ivy League tournament, which will be, Matt, as we talked about, their first postseason appearance since 1985-86. Wow. First Division One postseason appearance. And their first ever <laughs> Division One postseason yes. appearance. Right. Yes. I like yes. it. That's so exciting. So, I mean, it's really exciting times. Did you, do you uh, have any of, like, the alums, like, kind of reached out to, like, just coach talk about, like, you know, the alums that reach out and, like, how proud they are and how, like, behind you guys they are? Yeah, definitely. She talks a lot about it, and uh, she'll say, like, so-and-so reached out and sent a message and maybe, like, read it out to us. Because um, they're definitely, like, really, like, proud of, like, 
the turnaround and that we've had um in the last couple of years yeah. and uh, i think it was dartmouth at home i believe we had a, a lot of alumni they were all sitting yeah, like courtside so yeah it was pretty cool to hear them like yelling throughout the game and stuff that's cheering cool. us on so that's really cool that's really cool i feel like yeah definitely i feel like i see more and more on social media like alums of the program having reaching out and saying like good luck go on you know he's just as the season's going on you know, yeah everybody's mm-hmm. kind of jumping on yeah and i think it's the ivy league tournament like you'll see a lot of especially on oh, like yeah. social media and stuff or even you know a lot of them fans can make it in person stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know i'm sure any alum that live in like the boston area will be uh will be making their way over ellen bosser i'm gonna call her out i don't know if she listens to this podcast <laughs> but i know she works in the boston area because i went and met her one one of the years when Camille Zimmerman was still here. Did you play with Camille? I did not. I know Camille, but she graduated the year before. The year before you got here. We got here. So uh, she was around. But. She was around. Oh, yeah. Because I think she came in like over the summer, right? Yeah. And kind of like practice. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I know Ellen Bosser lives there. And she was on the 85 86 team. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure to, to say. It's a big story for you, Matt. A team. It it's a, a big story, story for you, Matt. Matt, I'm just lining up stories for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michaela. So give us a little give us a little juice going into the Ivy League tournament. Give us a little juice. How we how are you and the team feeling? Obviously, like we talked about Cornell on Friday, gotta 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 make sure no slip ups. Gotta polish some things up against Cornell. Uh, but in your opinion, uh, what is what are what are the main principles the team has has to focus on to uh, be successful at the Ivy League tournament? Um, I think just executing our defensive plans. You know. Um, as long as we could like get stops, like I know our offense will come, and I think that's something the that coaches have talked about. Like that's just something that comes a little easier to our group, that uh, just locking into our defensive plan and uh, adjusting throughout games. That um, we'll be good. We'll be good to go. All right. Uh, and then the Ivy League tournament is next weekend, Friday and Saturday. The Lions will be the number two seed, and they, I'm pretty sure, will take on Yale. We'll double check that. 7.30. 7.30 p.m. on Friday. And when they win, they will advance to the championship game on Saturday to take on either Princeton or Penn or Harvard, we have to see. All right. Sound good to you? Sounds great. All right. That was Michaela Markham. Thank you again. And when we come back, we'll be joined on Zoom by the men's basketball seniors. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning, non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great-tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. All right, welcome back. It's the Morningside Hoops podcast, our senior episode, senior edition, our last one of the regular season. And now we are joined by the four departing graduates slash seniors from the men's basketball team. It's a little different this year with COVID and Luke, you know, we can get into that, you being a graduate student, but uh, well, I'd like to welcome everybody in, guys. Thanks for thanks. We're on Zoom, so it's going to sound a little different to the people listening. But uh, how's everybody doing? Not too bad. Oh, maybe not. Doing good. Doing good. All right, that's good. 
Uh, as we talked about, or as I just mentioned in our open a little bit, uh, three of you are seniors, Luke, you kind of had, you, you did senior day. Are you doing senior day again on Saturday or no? Are you, are you, are you going out with them? I guess you are because you know what? You didn't actually have a senior day last year. So yeah. my mistake, my mistake. Yeah. I'll but, be uh, you get, you get two senior day podcasts though. Cause I think we did one with you last year too. Yes. I remember. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> but you graciously, you graciously came back for this year's, this year's version. I know. Yeah. You you're know. just looking for the airtime. Exactly. Just looking for the airtime, but I mean, talk about uh, Luke, I'll start with you. Just talk about, uh, you know, you uh, were able to come back as a graduate student this year and, you know, play out your final season, which is definitely better than the alternative of what it looked like for a little while last year where you wouldn't have had a senior season. So just how fortunate are you and, you know, to feel to have gotten to play this season and gotten to have a senior year of basketball? Yeah, I'm uh, extremely lucky and extremely thankful. Um, you know, like you said, it, it was not guaranteed um, that I would be, um, you know, playing basketball for any program much less Columbia um, at even this point last year. So um, I'm, I'm really, really pleased uh, with the opportunity and, you know, get some closure. Um, I've, you know, I've had a couple injuries this year, which have been frustrating. Um, so, you know, I would have loved to be able to play every game, but um, the, you know, the year it's, um, it's almost like, you know, borrowed time or something like that, whatever the expression is. Um, it's hard for anything to feel like too much of a setback because the alternative is, you know, I'm at a desk somewhere uh, <laughs> from nine to five. So yeah. I get to be in the gym every day. I get to be working on my game, um, having fun with, you know, the group, uh, the group of guys that we have, it's been a great group. So everything, you know, there's, there's really nothing to complain about. I was going to get into that later, but is, is that the plan uh, after this year? You're going to be at a desk from nine to five or are you going to grad school? What's the plan? Um, yeah. So I have to finish my program, my master. That's right. You're in grad um, school here. Yeah. Yes. So I'm hoping to finish up uh, by the end of the summer um, with my master's. And I've actually, um, I am putting off the desk job for a little bit um, and I will be a basketball trainer. Um in the near future, um, as sort of, you know, that's a, that's a job that I can do with my, uh, with school, essentially. Um, it's, it's something where I can, you know, make my own hours. Um, and obviously I have a ton of basketball experience. So, um, I'll be, I'll be starting that up pretty soon here actually, but it's nice. Um, it'll be a sort of transition job into uh, a more full-time position once I'm finished with my master's. Nice. Well, Aaliyah, you and I know who to go to to get our basketball training on. I know Honestly, yeah, I need to work on my handles a little bit. <laughs> but uh, in case I didn't introduce everybody before, we have Luke Bolster, who we just spoke to a little bit, Ike Nweke, Maka Ellis, and Ben Milstein. Uh, just talk about, Ike, I'll start with you being able to play this season, even though it didn't work out record wise, but like where you, where you feel this team is set up for the future. Yeah. Um, so, so obviously um, we, we didn't accomplish the goal and kind of get to where we wanted to get to this year. Um, but I feel like we, we kind of, you know, progressed and got better in many different ways. Um, you know, having a team where the majority of the production that is coming back is about 
twenty percent of the actual. Yeah, it was like eighty twenty coming in this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, that obviously makes it very difficult. Um, but you know, you can't really make that many excuses. Can't really, um, you know, harp on that fact because we, we still get in the game and, and, and still play basketball at the end of the day. But I think that the progression that we showed from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, just from a a uh, like an individual standpoint how much all the freshmen have grown up how much all the sophomores have grown how much so, like some of the juniors have kind of come into their own and, and i started like really shining and, and playing well like you know, like i feel like that's just showing that we have a lot of potential for the future and that and that this is not something that should kind of be glossed over um and kind of just be a little bit more of like an excitement for what there is to come and I know that we have a bunch of good recruits coming in as well so I mean obviously we didn't accomplish what what we wanted to accomplish but I think that we did get some good things out of the season for sure and like what are your plans uh after this year um I'm going to hopefully be on a on a program um for a grad transfer because okay. you um can't play your yeah it was just the one year that the seniors were allowed to come back yeah 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 so i will be looking for a new home um obviously um i don't really think that a city can really compare to new york um and and being here with all my brothers but um you know uh, just getting that next step getting a grad degree is is not really too shabby either so <laughs> excited for that new stuff nice and then ben uh we'll move over to you uh Ben from Boca Raton, Florida, uh, by way of St. Andrews School. Uh, you that's had right. your, that's right. You had your, I, I knew that off the top of my head too. I didn't have to look at another screen. I promise. Uh, <laughs> but Ben, talk a little bit about uh, what Saturday's game will mean to this group uh, from a legacy standpoint. Definitely. Well, uh, we've, we've talked about it a lot. Uh, this group before here this week specifically how quickly time has gone how it doesn't really feel real that this is our last week of practice and our last game ever at Columbia but I think one thing that we really tried to focus on this year was basically preparing some of the younger guys that we have on the team who have never gone through a basketball season before and kind of helping them develop and prepare for the future and future seasons, if that makes sense. Like we've tried to establish the right culture on the basketball team and coach calls it Columbia culture, but that's something we've really made sure we've tried to focus on and to kind of, you know, like just really dive into that with the rest of the guys. So that's, in my opinion, I think that is our legacy. The, the players um, that are younger than us, freshmen, sophomores, and juniors, um, what they do on the court, but um, what type of people and type of men, type of men they turn into off the court as well. And you know, I'm really confident that we have a really good group of kids on our team with us, and I'm just I'm confident that they're going to be successful on and off the court in the future. Yes. Well said. And uh, since I'm going around, what what are your plans uh, after graduation this year? I'll be working in New York City. So oh, you will have the, you will be at the office. Mm -hmm. I'll have an, I have a desk job. So well, well, let's turn our attention. Let's turn our attention over to our final senior, 
uh, Maka Ellis, uh, last but not least, of course. Uh, Maka, I mean, it's kind of a similar question that I just asked Ben. I mean, talk about how much Saturday's game means to this group. Um, hard's gonna hardly, I mean, words can hardly explain how much Saturday's game means to this group. Um, you know, given the cancellation of last season, there's a lot of, uh, you know, Luke speaks upon it a little bit. Uh, closure, there's a lot of closure to be made about our, our careers as basketball players for Columbia and our program. Um, but to go off of what Ben said, uh, you know, the adversity that we faced in last year did a great job to build a foundation for a culture for the program, which is has much longer lasting and beneficial effects towards the program, such as Columbia, than any player could ever have. So um, really ingraining that culture in our young guys and making sure that we keep them, you know, a tight knit group, keep them family oriented and make sure they know our core values and standards from time to time. Um, I feel like we'll, happy on, we'll be happy on our way out. I'm going to follow up on the, on the point you just made right there. I mean, talk about the growth. I don't know everybody kind of hit on it a little bit, but talk about the growth uh, that you've seen from some of the younger players in the program uh, from the beginning of the season to now. I mean, the, the growth has been tremendous um, in almost every aspect from off the court to on the court. Um, the young guys, uh, I didn't know them much coming in. You know, they, they kept to themselves a little bit, but um, different from previous years, you know, I feel we mingled class – Regardless of class, we mingled very well. We gelled very well. Um, people were able to learn from each other. I learned some got some things from the new guys, like some new hip songs and stuff like that. So some of the new hip dances, the gritty, stuff like that. <laughs> um, a little bit of lingo right here and there. So, you know, it's, it's a cool mutual respect that we have for each other and that we're here for each other and that we got to experience this program and this year together. So it's a lot. And uh, do, do you know your plans after graduation? Uh, yeah, similarly to Ben, I'll be uh, working in New York coming up. Oh, okay. you in investment banking too? Or? No, I'll be in FinTech, which is kind of similar, but it'll be like, it's it's pretty much an office job as well. So He'll be making more money than us, Aaliyah. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I always nice. say, I know, right? I always say, I always say when I uh, talk to the seniors that are outgoing on any of these podcasts, I say, you know, one day I'll probably be working for you. So huh. <laughs> one day, Ben or Maka or Luke, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, Ike. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, let's change gears a little bit. Uh, I, I feel like in, in talking to a lot of the seniors, uh, everybody's, you know, we can talk about your memories on the court, but I feel like the memories that really last with you for a long time are those that you make with your teammates like in the locker room or off the court just in your dorm rooms i'll go reverse order so maka i'll start with you like what's 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 like a what's like a really good memory uh either with this group of guys or you know with guys maybe that are younger in the program that could have been this year what's like a really good memory that you're going to take with you well a couple of years back since this group is all you know old men and we uh we have a couple of years that we share we uh we went to the hamptons together for I don't know what it was. It was over the summer. It might have been the 4th of July weekend. Or something. July. Yeah. yeah, and we uh, we shared a, a bountiful amount of experiences, I'd say. Um, we bountiful. were able with a former teammate of ours, Jake Clores. You know him. Um, yeah, I know Jake. stayed at his, uh, his place, and it was a great time. You know, I share great memories with each of these guys. So, yeah. Ben, reverse order. Yeah, I guess just it's uh, from this past year. We, uh, one thing I think that just really always brings us together, it's always something that you really remember um, years down the road is the meals that you share with your guys when you're on the road. And this year, we actually had Thanksgiving together, which is the first time 
we've done it on the road for uh, like an away game. Um, and so we were in Boston playing Boston College the next day. So we did Thanksgiving at our team hotel and it was just, it was really nice to pile on your plate filled with like turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, everything, and still be able to grab some desserts on Thanksgiving because normally we can't. But uh, because it was Thanksgiving, our coaches let us grab some uh, treats and some sweets. And it was just, it was a good time. And it was fun to, you know, enjoy the holiday with the team when sometimes, you know, you really can't do that if you have family in town or something like that. So and who, made this, who made this Thanksgiving meal? Who made this Thanksgiving meal? Where were you? I think credit goes to the Marriott staff. Yeah. Oh, the Marriott <laughs> staff. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So. What trip were you guys on? Who are you playing? Boston college. Oh, Boston college. That's right. That's right. You said that. Um, I was, I mean, cause I was going to say if that, if you were at uh if you were at like a player's, like a local player's house, like I know some teams do sometimes that is mm-hmm. uh, that is a lot of food to buy. Especially yeah. if you were going back for seconds. Yeah, definitely. And we did go back. <laughs> nice. No, the pregame meals definitely uh I mean you just it's just time hanging out with the guys you've become closest with and become friends with in the program. So I mean, that's for sure. I mean, I look back at my time in college and I was not an athletics team, but when I, you know, you think of I think of my memories in college, it's like really silly moments, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, Luke, let's let's move on to you. Uh what's gonna stick out? I mean, I know when you're gone, Luke, what's gonna stick out to me is uh the awesome conversations I have with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not going anywhere. He's so. not going anywhere. No, yeah. no. Are you well, are you so you're gonna be in the area, you said though, right? You're gonna be around yeah, here. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna move home um at least until I finish um school. Um so yeah, I'll be around. I'll be able to come up to uh some practices and some games. Um but yeah, to uh to answer your question about um sort of my favorite memories. Um it's tough because I have, you know, I have a lot. I have so many moments that stick out to me. Um, but one, uh, this is sort of an ongoing memory, but um, at least once a year, my family would have the team over um, for a meal um, and my mom would cook for everybody. Um, and that was always a great, uh, it's always a great time for a number of reasons. One, you get a, a nice home cooked meal um which is always great and then um you kind of get to you sorry oh um you kind of get to see everybody outside of the you know basketball context um we're just sitting around a table um in somebody's home and we're we're enjoying ourselves it's a little bit it's you know we get off campus um it's a nice change of pace and i think that it, i'm going to miss having that as you know something to offer the team and um, a way in which we can gather. I mean, like, and just to speak to this year specifically, developing uh, relationships with guys, you know, there's um, eight new guys on the team. And, you know, every year that I've been here besides this one, you know, I've been friends with the majority of the team. And then, you know, there's an incoming class. And now it was almost the majority of the team was new. And I was just the old guy who decided to stick around. Um, so, you know, just the the uh, the friendships that I've been able to make with the freshmen and sophomores um, and, you know, them sort of being open to me and embracing me um, in my last year here, I think 
you know, that's going to stay with me for a long time. And you can still, who knows, you could still have, uh, I mean, you, you, got, you live in New York, right? I do live in New yeah, York. Yeah, so who knows? These guys might be coming over your house for some uh, Thanksgiving next year. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Luke, might be, I, I Luke might be back next year. Yeah, so we're, uh, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ike, uh, rounded it out with you. I know, I know you're chowing down at the same time here. I know, <laughs> I know, I hear you, man. That's why. That's why. That's why I was late to the podcast because I got home. I there was an accident on. I don't know if anybody knows New Jersey, but there was an accident on 17 as I was driving home, and then I was like, I need to be able to eat before I get on this podcast with you guys. So yeah. But normally, Sorry. man, when I'm in meetings, I swear to God, I'm always eating during meetings, and I'm trying. <laughs> I'm like, I always feel so weird. Cause I like constantly will be turning my screen off and turning it back on. So people don't see me stuff in my face. Yeah. It's, it's great. It, that's a little inside did. scoop into my, into my daily life. Behind the scenes. <laughs> but I uh, talk about, talk about what you're going to, what are you going to miss about these guys? What are you going to miss about this group? And uh, you know, what, what memories will you take with you? Um, the most memorable memory that I have from being a part of the team was, I would say, honestly, last year, even though we didn't have a season, but we had a couple of times like where we would, as a team, just go out to Riverside Park and just work out. And although we, you know, obviously like didn't have practice and have workouts that we were kind of getting ready for or, or like preparing for, or even like a season to get ready for, like it was just really cool. And it was like fulfilling in a way to kind of just like be working towards something that's like extremely far away that you know is not going to happen for a while but you are just working anyway and like like uh, um we could have like found a way to just like make it like super easy make it like something that was like it's just kind of like a way for us to kind of like get get together but like it was like it was generally like a challenging workout and on top of that, like, we had fun doing it. So that was kind of like what I thought that was like the most memorable part about it was that like, we did that and like, we were just working towards, you know, like it's just the future. Nice. Yeah. Um, Aaliyah, I, I do have a question. Go ahead, go ahead. Of course I do. I feel like I always have something to say, but so you guys talk about you know, these young guys that just got here and their development, but that wasn't you, that was you not too long ago. So what would you say is like your biggest learning takeaway from being not only a D1 athlete, but also at an Ivy League school? I would say just overall time management um, and knowing when to have fun and when to kind of balance and focus. Um, I, I feel like that was like the biggest adjustment that I kind of had um, because, you know, we're not like everybody else, like at this school. And obviously like Columbia is a pretty challenging school in the first place. And now you, you, you stack practice and lift and maybe even like time in the training room to recover. And like you do that and that's just like four, maybe more hours out of your day. And like doing that on top of having a social life and doing homework and and just like being like a regular college student is just so much to do in the first place <clears throat> so it's easy to kind of get caught up in like 
I, I, I really just want to enjoy my life here. I, I really, I really want to like be in New York and immerse myself in that. So I would say just like overall time management and just like knowing that like there's a time and place for everything and that you don't necessarily have to like be on go for basketball all the time, but, but that doesn't mean that you should also like slack off. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a happy medium that you kind of have to reach, but for me, it was, it was, it was, it was time management for sure. Luke. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one of the, one of the things that I've really, um, learned about myself this year um, and learned to sort of seek out is the ability to be present um, and really value the moment that you're in. Um, Because like I said, you know, that's sort of been my whole approach to this year is that it's, it's a bonus. Um, And so, you know, there's no next season. There's no uh, three years from now, you know, when I was a freshman, all I had was the, the bigger picture. Um, that's what kept me going. It was, it's not, it's not who you are to the team now, it's who you will be. Um, and I've sort of had to take the reverse approach uh, this year. And I think that that's something that's been really important. Um, it's just valuing, um, you know, valuing the moment and valuing the time spent that, you know, like it can be tough on your third lift of the week to, sit there and be like, oh man, like this is getting me better. It can be hard, um, you know, going to work out before or after practice. Um, But this year really uh, reorienting myself and saying like, you get to do this um, for a little bit longer. And, you know, I'm I'm definitely gonna take that with me um, just in in whatever I do and sort of try to look at it as, with the same mindset, despite the fact that, you know, I, I probably, I mean, I'll definitely be at the end of my career at some point uh, in the future, but, you know, to sort of treat, treat everything like uh, it's a bonus year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, ben? I agree with Ike and Luke for the things they said, uh, like time management, being in the moment. Uh, I don't know, I guess it's just, like as you go through Division One athletics year by year, you kind of realize just the commitment it really is, and the time and energy it really takes to go through that. And at the same time, though, you realize it's all worth it too, not only because of the results of the games or the ability to play games, but kind of the bond that you build with some of the people that you play with. I'm still in touch with some seniors when I was a freshman. And, you know, my hope is that I was good enough of a teammate to the freshmen that are here now and that we'll be able to remain friends and still be close years down the road. And so I think if I had to take one thing away really from my experience as a college athlete at Columbia, it's the fact that I feel like I really made uh, friends for life and people that I know are going to be successful and that I can rely on in the future. Yeah, that's sweet. Last but not least, okay, Maka, what about you? Um, well, the first thing I want to emphasize is just how grateful I am um, for the overall opportunity. I would say the major thing that I got out of this was my outlook on, on life in general. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to say that I learned just a specific lesson. I feel like it's uh, the Columbia specifically, being a D1 athlete here is, is built 
a great foundation for me in terms of skills and, and the lessons I've learned and the experiences that I've had um, to make me a better individual. And, and for that overall, I'm just so grateful. Nice. Well, anything else? Uh, I mean, feel like feel like we put a nice bow on that for for your career. But hopefully, hopefully you guys can uh, leave one last mark on on Saturday. But anything else you want to tell the listening audience before we wrap this up? Um, I will say, catch me courtside in uh, future games, future seasons. I will be nice. a ticket holder in the future. Games. Nice. Season ticket holder. Wow. Is that you say season ticket holder? Try to the, be oh, a- my goodness. I'm going to call up Brendan. I'm going to call up our ticket office. <laughs> Actually, can you just put me down? Say I refer to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, courtside, huh? Courtside seats? Nice. Go big maybe, or go home. Honestly. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll toss Maka on like a halftime interview, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of these guys will be back. I mean, Luke's Luke, Luke's gonna be in the Luke's gonna be in New York. Yeah. Ben's gonna be in New York. Ike, maybe when he's done with his with his graduate years, Ike. So uh good luck on Saturday and thanks for joining us. Thank you guys. Thanks, Thank guys. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. All right, have a good one. Thank you. All right, and that's gonna do it for our senior episode. We want to thank all of our guests for joining us uh, this week uh, from the men's basketball team who we just spoke to, Luke Bolster, Ben Milstein, Ike Nweke, and Maka Ellis. And from the women's basketball team, uh, Michaela Markham. We wish them all the best in their future endeavors. And uh, we know we'll definitely see them back at uh, some Columbia men's and women's basketball games in the years to come, hopefully as avid supporters of the program. Uh, so Matt and Aaliyah, this this wraps up the regular season for us wow. for uh, Morningside <laughs> Hoops. Uh, but it's the podcast season is not over. No, not at no. all. No, we will be heading to the Ivy League tournament. Uh, hopefully, bringing you some live podcasts or not live podcasts, but hopefully bringing you some podcasts from the Ivy League tournament on location. <laughs> on yeah, location, yeah. there yeah, it is. Today, on yeah. location. Hopefully, bringing you that would that would be fun. Uh, we that definitely are going to so try fun. and make that work. Big we'll deal. leave everybody Big on deals a, ahead. We'll leave you on a cliffhanger there. Yeah. <laughs> Backdoor business. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for Matt, Sue Gam, and Leah Funshell, I'm Kyle Matrician. This is the Morningside Hoops podcast. You can catch this episode and all other episodes on your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Columbia. Just search Columbia Athletics when looking for our podcasts. So, as we said, enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you at the Ivy League tournament. Woohoo!